Welcome back to another episode of Two Twunks with No Top. I mean, spreading unverified stories. My name is Blake. I'm here with my co-host, Chris. Hello. And our special guest, Vanessa, or Icon Spice, or Jats Crackers. You go by many aliases. I do. I'm a woman of many names. Welcome. We're so happy to have you to join us on this episode. And listener, if you're new here, we discuss everything that's not verified, doubtful, or simply outrageous rumors and give our commentary on the latest news regarding everything Bravo and Real Housewives and pop culture in general. Don't forget to follow us on our link tree. It's in the episode description. Please submit your unverified stories to us on Twitter, or if you want to call it X, or you can DM us on Instagram. Or you can leave a review on Spotify and let us know what you want us to talk about. And, of course, leave us a review and let us know what, what you thought about the episode. Um, guys, we have a, a lot to talk about, so let's just get straight into our rumors and nastiness of the week. Um, this one is breaking news. Um, and to be honest, I just still don't know if it's news or not. I don't know if this is just a rumor. But um, apparently at the end of the Beverly Hills reunion taping, which happened, I believe, on Friday? Um, yes, or Thursday, it was Friday. Friday. Um, apparently, right before they toasted to their great season, Sutton allegedly passed out and had to be airlifted <laughs> to the hospital. <laughs> just, I like the image... In my my head is that video of that woman getting like saved when she was hiking, but then it, she starts spinning out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, that's in my head too. Oh my god! <laughs> like the thing is, she's so like frail that she would shatter into a million pieces. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. Oh my god. <laughs> what I do just, we think happened? Like I'm so I'm intrigued by I have, it. I have I have two theories. Let's oh. hear either it. something happens at the end of the season where like they turn on Sutton or something because one thing about Kyle Richards, when when the fucking heat's on her, she's going to deflect it onto somebody else. And she so, does it very well against Sutton. She always does it against Sutton. Sutton always gets the fucking heat whenever like well it used to be Denise but Sutton always gets <laughs> fucking heat when it's you know yeah when Kyle doesn't want to talk when about Kyle her Kyle doesn't want to yeah Sutton's a really good target she's easy to target too because she's kind of crazy so you think it was something came up and so she was getting a bunch of heat and couldn't she's take getting it too much <laughs> she's getting too much heat she kept getting dragged and she couldn't take it or I think that she just went too long without drinking because like and, and it was kind of brought up earlier on the season, but she's totally like a closeted alcoholic. Her and Marisol are cut from the same cloth, but Marisol just doesn't give a fuck. She's open and honest about it. She's like, yeah, I'm drinking at 10 a.m. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> and I then mean, it's well, like, Sutton is like, I, I need the grape juice in my purse. I need it real quick. <laughs> and then it's like, obviously, you know, on the Miami reunion, and, I, and you know these reunions run the whole day. Marisol was like stopping the fucking reunion. She's like, Andy, Andy, I need a cocky. I need a cocky now. I need somebody to bring it to me now or I'm going to pass out. And, <laughs> and Andy's like visibly pissed off because he, the fucking inter- like reunion is being interrupted. And I think that Sutton just couldn't like call that in the middle of the reunion. So, you know, she's like passed out. Like if you take a look at that, like Marisol and Sutton, they have the same build. 
that's the alcoholic build with the with the skinny, skinny <laughs> legs and all the fat being stored in the stomach because you're getting all your calories from drinking. You're not getting your calories from like food. From vegetables. Wait, you're so right. That's so true. Exactly. Yeah, she could be she could have been going through withdrawals and it, she just couldn't take it. Like yeah. and it's so funny because apparently she passed out right before they did the toast. And I think they were gonna toast with vodka and grapefruit juice, which is her cocktail, but she was so close and then she passed out. Yeah, she couldn't take another minute. R.I.P. Diva. She's so, like, no, 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 no toast just now. Please, please. <laughs> Wait, Show it to me, Andy. Andy. A second sudden has hit the tower. <laughs> A first sudden has hit the floor, baby. <laughs> Diva well, down. <laughs> best of luck. I hope that – I just – my one thing about this before we move on is – they filmed the reunion in Los Angeles. She lives in Los Angeles. There are hospitals readily available. There are many of them in Los Angeles. Why are you just airlift her out of the <laughs> Like, why? I don't get it. I mean, I know LA traffic is pretty crazy, but I don't think it's that crazy. <laughs> I, I know. It just it seems it's a little bit dramatic, especially for someone who weighs as little as she does. But yeah, like that was a like a, I know that helicopter is moving quick as fuck. <laughs> I just hope we get to well, see it. Like Sutton. If if that really happened, we deserve to see it happen. I am <laughs> doubtful that it happened. At least the airlifting part. <laughs> the passing out at the reunion, I could believe. Being airlifted to the hospital, if it's, I mean, it's in LA. Like you don't need a helicopter to bring you. You don't need a helicopter. Uh, anyway, yeah. So they better fucking air that if it happened. We don't know. I honestly think someone just tweeted it, and you know how that th- that works. You just believe whatever you see these days. I'm gonna be so gagged if it's true. You know, stranger things have happened. Um, okay, moving on. This is definitely not confirmed. Um, it's literally a theory. But this person yeah. tweeted, "Reality Lindsay tweeted, I have a theory." I think PK set the robbery up as part of an insurance scam without Dorit's knowledge. And that's why he can't connect with her PTSD because he knows she was in no real danger. That's harsh. What do we think? I was kind of shocked when I read that because I'm like, well, that makes so much sense because they have not really been connecting ever since it happened. And that would explain a lot, actually. And I don't even know, like, I kind of want to believe it because that would you know that would explain why they are like fighting right now or like even are they separated now or not i'm like not sure if that was confirmed ever confused i don't know if that was a rumor or what yeah so people magazine posted it and then they released a statement denying it it was the same thing that happened with kyle so i'm kind of inclined to believe it right so yeah i would be it would explain a lot of the, the whole mystery and why she's really struggling with it because, um, like, you can't trust your partner anymore with something like that. Um, it's a really interesting theory, and I would like to believe that. I was just going to say real quick, I, I was, like, genuinely shocked at how little he seemed to, how little, uh, like, sympathy, or maybe empathy is the right word, he just didn't like during their therapy session, he really like was being very insensitive to like mm-hmm. something that is clearly traumatic. Like I was very, very shocked at how he was speaking to her saying some of the ways you behave are just you being like ridiculous. Like 
I was very, very stunned. Mm-hmm. I have a second theory. I just think that PK is like an asshole and doesn't like have any like emotional intelligence. And he's just like he's unable to empathize with his wife, who's clearly like struggling due to what's happened. Like that's that's just what I think. But like I guess it could also be like if obviously if he set it up and knew she wasn't in any real danger. Like I feel like that would actually make him more empathetic because it's like you scared the shit out of your wife, dude. Like you yeah. really made her fear for her and her kids' like lives. Like I feel like if he set it up, he'd actually be more empathetic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because he would feel responsible. Because he would feel some sort of responsibility for fucking traumatizing her with these fucking men with guns, being like, "I will kill you and your kids if you don't give me your Birkin." Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, that's the one reason why. Well, not the one, but like that's the main thing that's holding me back from fully believing this is like. Mm-hmm your children were home and you sent men with guns like maybe you maybe you just knew like nothing bad was going to happen but just the the extreme trauma for dorit to know that her children are upstairs and are in danger like mm-hmm. to do that and like unless truly like the money is running out and like that's your last chance but like that's like crazy like pk is an asshole but that is like sick to do Okay, moving on to the next one that I'm also very irritated by, and I already have an opinion on it, is that somebody named Rina Stepson on Twitter vote breaking. Erica Jane confirms that her and Garcelle Bouvet, is that how we pronounce it? Um, Bouvet's son, Oliver Sanders, Saunders? (laughs) <laughs> are currently dating after they were spotted together on a date at a restaurant in LA. Garcelle recently confirmed that Oliver is about to finalize his divorce from his ex-wife. Um, I don't believe it, and I f- pretty much think it's not true. Yeah. What do you guys think? Well, the only I the only reason I thought it was true is because I feel like I heard about this before. Like, not that they were dating, but I had heard that they like kissed or something um in vegas i don't i I might have been hallucinating that no i think i've seen something like that before but like i they're obviously they're not dating come on guys no that's ridiculous like i think it is i think that account in particular i don't know if you said their name i don't want to say their name because i don't want to platform this fucking moron any more than they already have (laughs) they are literally like they're just saying the fucking stupidest bullshit that comes to mind i've kind of noticed that too and it's like it's not even funny at this point. Like, if you're going to keep spreading stupid things, make them believable, or just like don't make fucking it funny. Pump out, pump out five of them a day that are just nonsensical. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, as people who spread unverified tea, <laughs> I assume all of us here do. You, you're, you're right in that assumption. Like we know you can't just like you can't just keep pumping out just fake bullshit and lies all the time you gotta yeah you gotta put a pause on it you gotta you gotta bring one really good story you gotta bring some backup information into it to make it look legitimate and then you gotta push it out it's an art form it is it's an art form and, gonna and, say that. Like, and it, you it's can't... disrespectful to me that this clown is doing this <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna come into my dms and they're gonna tell me a lot of really mean things but i don't care i'm standing up for our art form Okay. We're going to air that shit out. If they, they should know that if they DM you some nasty shit, we will hop back on this microphone and we will discuss Trust and it. believe. 
trust and believe. But yeah, I think um, I, they're not dating. Like, let's move on. Yeah. Honestly, the thing is, when you do this, the fake tea, it has to be like just like untrue enough for people to be like, hmm, I'm not sure. But it needs to be like there has to be so much background, like you said. Yeah. So, and this is sorry. also like the only believable rumor that they've tweeted. So. Yeah, I've actually never seen their other rumors, but I'm I'm gonna look yes, later because I'm thankful for that. <laughs> okay. Um next, which I think everyone at this point knows, but we have confirmed Alexis Bellino is filming on the new season of Orange County, and she is a friend of. She was seen filming with Heather and with Emily. Um I know we had previously discussed um like our, like what we think about her potentially coming back, but now that she's back, what do you guys think? Not interested. I am more interested in the beef between um, Vicky, Shannon, and Tamara. And I'm really not interested in Alexis Bellino. I don't know why. I'm, it's just, I've never been a fan of hers. Jats, do you watch Orange County? Um, on and off, yes. Okay. I am familiar with Alexis Bellino. Jesus Jugs. Yep. I didn't... I did kind of... I was excited for her to return when it was a rumor before the John Jansen stuff, now that that's happening, it just seems really desperate. And I'm like, really not looking forward to like another season with Shannon spiraling. Like I kind of, I, she just needs more people on her side, which is why I think they should have brought Vicky back. And I'm way more interested in that saga. I agree, Chris, like the Alexis, I don't know. I just like, I don't really need to see her, rubbing that in Shannon's face and I just think it's weird like you're an adult I don't know and I just over John Jansen like really it's like that Slade 2.0 at this point like really like seriously this is the man that y'all are fighting over like and all the get up stand up get up girls come on get up like all the rumors that were not rumors like all the things that Shannon was saying about him last season that came out about how he like she pays for everything he doesn't sleep over like there were just so many things that were said that like he seems like a deadbeat and we're really doing this and I don't know I mean I'm I'm like not I just feel like the entire cast is going to be against Shannon and like we all know how Shannon is so I'm poor Shannon poor Shannon I think that it's kind of remarkable how Shannon's been on for what 10 seasons it is great. I'm surprised that her mental health has lasted. Had a single good season. There's always shit happening <laughs> to her. Like you literally put on OC. It's literally the I feel so bad for her show with Shannon Bador. No, literally immediately starts the show. Divorce, affair, gaining weight, crying about gaining weight, alcohol problems, DUI, like every. And then boyfriend, and then no longer boyfriend. Children leaving the house to go to college. Just. <laughs> and you know what? I'm still her number one fan. I'm not her number one fan, but you know what? I'm behind her. I, I support feel so her. bad for Shannon Bedore. I always will be on her side. Yeah. I support her because it seems like nobody else does. Nobody else. Does. That's the thing. It's like you. It's just we've seen her go through so much. Like I'm in it until things get better. Like I want to see that the light at the end of the tunnel for her. So Alexis Bellino, if you're not going to be that light at the end of the tunnel, then we're not interested. You can keep it. Thank you. Yes, well, you can leave the funny alone. thing about it is to me is that she's not coming back as a, like a full-time cast member and only like uh, a friend. I know. That's kind of like Shannon one, Shannon one. Cause yeah. with a friend of, you can honestly, 
with a friend it's like you can kind of just ice them out way easier if you want to like she could just kind of be like fuck you i'm not dealing with you next up we have a kind of crazy rumor that we have kind of already confirmed because we looked it up is Kathy Hilton to star in Top Secret Musical Theater Project will be singing and dancing in Hamilton-inspired gig. So, Mind you, when I first heard that headline, <laughs> I thought that she was going to be in a fucking production of something. I'm like, no fucking way Kathy Hilton is going to be on some off-Broadway production. Like, I need to see her fucking sing Everything's Coming Up Roses. Like, I it's going to be her- so bad. Shaking her ass on stage. Like, I was like, she's going to be dancing? (laughs) We, this headline is very misleading. Yes. Because, so I was discussing this, we were discussing this before we started recording. And if you listen to the headline, it does sound exactly like what Jad said. It's like an off-Broadway production or something. She's dancing, she's singing, she's acting. I mean, when you read it, and it's like, this was the, this was recorded. And it's like, oh, so it's what? A, a movie well jats do you want to tell us what it really is i listen i'm not gonna edge this any further <laughs> i'm going to just tell you what it is it was an advertisement for smirnoff like fucking hard iced tea that is the top she barely sings theater. in it she barely dances in it she's just kind of there <laughs> she really is and the funny thing is so it's like what two minutes the funny thing is she's presented at the beginning as like the guest uh, guest star like general yeah. or whatever and she's like literally in two seconds of it at the very end she just walks across the stage has one line that's kind of like rappy which i was like that's interesting yeah because um, we know the girl can't sing she, she can barely speak what is also interesting to me is that she is she was at the reunion filming like she was there yeah which is fine which is fine wasn't denise wasn't denise richards there too allegedly <gasps> and glam by pam post up at like six in the morning like <laughs> like reunion time and it's like, shout okay. out to glam by pam wait i am very yeah. excited for denise to be on the reunion i have to say but I, kathy hilton literally didn't even say a word this entire season like i'm she wasn't so on right can we retire her from the show like unless it's gonna be kim kyle and kathy like a three sister discussion or whatever i don't need kathy there i feel like that there's like um maybe parts later on because if you recall, like, what was going on during the whole, like, separation, like, Kathy kind of stepped up and was there for her despite what was, like, whatever was going on. And, like, wasn't there, like, a huge sort of thing with, like, Kyle and Kathy when Kyle married Mauricio and he started his own real estate agency? Yes. Because mm-hmm. he worked under Rick Hilton, who is married to Kathy for, like, some time and then was like, I'm going to start my own agency. Which is now a huge fucking competitor for them. So probably Kathy woke up, saw that news, and she saw, she smiled. She said, "Yup, finally. Yup. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I'm getting little Kyle back." Let's discuss the Rojasas of Miami seating chart. So the reunion they filmed their reunion, I believe, what like a week ago, and the seating chart from Andy's left. So Larsa first chair, Lisa second chair. Nicole, third chair, Adriana, fourth chair. And then on Andy's right, Gertie, first chair, Alexia, second chair, Julia, third, 
Kiki fourth, Marisol fifth. This is so wrong. This is this is not right. Tamara voice. This is so not right. That, like, okay. I don't understand why Marisol and Adriana are last chair when I feel like, I, I mean, definitely Adriana should be like. Absolutely. Can I say something? Please say it. The Miami reboot has been carried by Adriana DeMora for that, the entirety. That so is. I don't understand why she's not more than a friend of, maybe because she doesn't want to showcase her personal like life. But I feel like we've been seeing that this season, have we not? We definitely have seen more. Like, they showed us her house for the first time. Yeah, and they even showed us the the Marisol shed. So, like, why are these women still friends of if they're carrying the show? Like, I don't really – I don't particularly like Marisol in the reboot, but to to not acknowledge the fact that she's doing some heavy lifting would be stupid. Yes, you can say that she's um, um, Alexia's minion, and that could – that's accurate, but, like, still – She's starting fights and doing shit. She's doing a little bit too much for that friend contract. No, exactly. I like she's if she's Mer- Alexia's minion, that doesn't take away from the fact that they are both OGs and they're both like they're both they go hand in hand. So it's kind of crazy to me that they demoted her. Adriana is like at the center of all the shit always. Like she's always doing shit. She's doing too much for that friend of contract. She needs a damn promotion. I don't think it's because she doesn't want to share her life. I think she would snatch up a mojito in a second. I just think that mm-hmm. I, I really don't understand the choices they made of, of like who of the OGs should be full time and who should Me be either. friends of. Because, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's I love. Very confusing. I, it's confusing. I love all of them, but like, I have my you know if we, have you? To get, if we have to switch some people. I actually don't love all of them. Um. But okay, Gertie and Larsa being first chair, like that's the they're setting them up to to be for whatever. I didn't feel like that was the predominant issue of the season, so I find that to be strange. And we have Lisa and Alexa. Yeah, I feel like it was like very maybe because it was like filmed when there wasn't a lot of stuff going on. I want to say like the the Larsa and Gertie like which which is like crazy that Larsa would beef with someone for having cancer. So, I guess she's like, because like, what else does Larsa do? Like, she has her like moments like once every season at the very beginning, where it's like actually somewhat interesting because she's woken up and then she just goes back to sleep. Like, it's yeah. like it actually irritates me. I, I cannot stand Larsa. I'm she's gonna say one, it. She's one of she's my least favorite housewives. I fu- of all I, time. I agree with you. With you that she like wakes up just when. She feels the need, like when she, someone accuses her of something and instead of being like reflective, she wakes up and she goes for the jugular and like a really unproductive, like unhelpful way. way. And then she, yeah, then she, then she's like, okay, well, you know, I'm done. Like I, I did my jab. I threw it out there. Like, and she goes back to sleep and it's like, she doesn't really contribute much. I don't care about her relationship. I think she's just a nasty person. I agree. She is awful to Adriana. Which yeah. that's a huge issue for me. Um, She's jealous because Adriana's natural. <laughs> Adriana's, I have to say, her boobs have been looking incredible. Like, yes. wow. Well, those are fake, but um, <laughs> she doesn't have that. She doesn't have that square ass from a BBL that Larsa has. Period. True. Um, okay, I mean, the rest of this, it's like they're setting up Alexia and Lisa, which again, I, that, that was a more interesting fight for me. I, I want to see Lisa activated. Nicole, okay, the, the Anna, Nicole, Adriana, 
Marisol and Alexia thing to me seems like the biggest thing that's happened during the season. And that's why I'm mm-hmm. confused why you have Adriana and Nicole at the end, Alexia second chair and Marisol all the way at last chair. I feel like they didn't really account for that issue in their seating, but like, that's the yeah. biggest thing that's happened. So it's very confusing. So we, I, I feel like there's a lot still happening probably that we don't know about, but still it's, it's still, it's very I confusing. I feel like the Anna and Alexia stuff that's going on is like huge. Yeah. That's like the main event. Like so that's far. what's been on the timeline. And I like the timeline has been pretty silent about Miami, but it's woken up because of that, because that's bonkers. Because of Adriana. Because well, of Adriana. Yes. Well, yes. Godriana. Godriana Demora. Okay. Talking about Miami, should we talk about the rumor that there will be a cast shakeup? Yes. Let's let's get into it. Sponsored by Bravos and Cocktails. Thank you so much. Oh, it's Bravo and Cocktails. Sorry. So the rumor is that um the producers really liked seeing Anna come back and causing a frenzy. Um so they well they said to expect to see anna back next season in, in a friend role and then they said they're looking for potential new wives such as ashley wheeler from wags miami never heard of her i don't know what that is is being considered to fill the seventh full-time spot or replace one of the current wives she's friends with lisa and good friends with larsa's bestie Zena white who we also see so ashley would probably be introduced by the group to the group by lisa and larsa don't know who that is um but these bitches just keep making shit up (laughs) that's so random let's like it's so random it's probably believable well i don't i really don't even know where to begin about that lady but do you guys want a like a cast shakeup how do you feel about the current dynamic i feel like i'm fine with how it is i am i like to see all of them except for julia probably not too much not too much Oh, sorry. <laughs> I actually do. I like, like Julia movie. because she's kind of always on a side quest. Like, what do you mean you're learning opera? <laughs> <laughs> true. What do you mean you're becoming an opera singer at the age of 56? A side quest. Yeah, that's true. The adoption, the modeling, the opera. Like, what the hell are you talking about? She always got and something like, going on. And like, like literally, like the the running theme of the season is that like Martina's just there, and Julia pays her no attention, and she's like, "Our marriage is in trouble." She's like. Okay, let's adopt a child. And she's like, well, you don't give me attention. She's like, okay, well, if I have a child again, I'll give you attention. Is that what you want? And then it just like it just goes unaddressed for another season. <laughs> no, yeah, because then she gets cancer, and I guess they're like, you know, let's put aside the fact that we're in like a loveless relationship. Yeah, and let's just continue on with this because what the fuck else are we gonna do? You know, what, what the fuck else are we gonna do other than learn opera? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know. I just love her silly little side quest. Like there's like she's like running a farm. The- I actually am obsessed with the the what she brings to the show. Like she's yeah. someone who you would never assume would be a real housewife. And she's mm-hmm. kind of like growing into the role really well, but she also still is like a weirdo and I love that. Yeah. I just don't like that she's up Alexia's ass and kind of not super like I know Adriana is like shameless in causing drama, but like you're on a show. Like just be on your friend's side. You don't have to be all like, I want to get along with everyone. Like Julia's trying to be friends with everyone and then it's showing because I don't think, I think she's that's been that just like in her nature, but like also her lore goes crazy as fuck too. Her lore, like the the her ex husband, the one who what happened? He like murdered the baby or something. What? 
No. I don't think that's how that – like, I remember it was like, I think – I want to say her husband and her baby got killed. Yes. By, like, sorry. the Russian mafia. It was something, like, crazy like that that she said at the first reunion. So she, mm-hmm. she's been through a, a lot. She's – I honestly feel like if I were to say, like, we need to get rid of anyone, I – I just I'm I feel like Gertie is a little overproduced for me. Um I actually would like to see more of Kiki. I feel like she's very yeah. one note as a friend of and I want to see her life because I feel like there's a lot more there. Um I obviously could get rid of Larsa easily. Like yeah, sorry, but easily. I don't That's, even That would be my first choice on who to go. I feel like yeah. most of the time she has the personality of a wet paper towel. Mhm. And she's just fucking there. Mm-hmm. she has a bad attitude too like she's a, i know she's, she's always she has, there to fucking promote something and then she yeah. like fucks off for the rest of the season like okay she feels above the show she's literally just there for self-promotion and then she's right. has a nasty attitude on top of it so she's a, she's like, a go ba- why don't you go back to being kim kardashian's best friend if that's all you want to fucking do is have publicity literally like, this is you need to put in the work you need yeah. to go to work and you need to put in your hours you need to clock in you need to clock the fuck in I, so yeah, she's an easy chop. Gertie, I mean, yeah. like, I'm not like saying I need her gone, but I, I just have never really connected with her. Um, I obviously don't like Alexia at all, but I it's kind of like a Lisa Barlow thing where it's like she's yeah. pivotal to the show. Like you can't really just mm-hmm. get rid of her, even though I would love to never see her again. Um, but I think the biggest thing is like promote Adriana and Marisol and then give those like – quasi friend of roles to whoever this woman is that they were girls in. because these these women have put in the work andy you gotta you gotta put them as full-time please they're he basically on, full-time he, he they like, basically, that's what i don't get he said on watch what happens live because i think like bo and yang or matt rogers or someone was like you gotta why are they not full-time you gotta promote them like make them full-time and andy was like does it matter at this point don't they, piss they, me they, off no i would give the girls their money yeah, I, uh, does it matter? Well, let's see their contracts. How much are they getting paid? Right. Anyway, before we get heated, okay, next. Before we get heated? I, maybe it's a little too late for that. But um, <laughs> I was shouting, so. There is a, another rumor that there are some Housewives shows that are not going to air this year. Um, The only two that come to mind for me would be um, Dubai and Atlanta. Yeah, because yeah. for Atlanta, they're like so far behind production and casting. I can't imagine them being able to do all that within a year or within the next 11 months. Yeah, because they're doing like a reboot situation and it took them a while to do that with New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then Dubai, who even knows? I Didn't they say it was supposed to premiere in like February or March? But I don't even know. I would be happy if Roni was gone. Like, I don't need that. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking they of Roni, saying they were going to do a bit of a shakeup for the already fucking shaken up cast? Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of they that, do. they're apparently casting right now. So that means either replacing or adding people. And they're casting, quote unquote, rich. Which, if that's the case, Bryn, I'm sorry. I don't see it for you. And that means Sai is gone. I'm so happy. I mean, like, okay, uh, yeah, I guess, do you, like, who do you even want? I just, Je- besides Jenna, who I just find to be, like, a funny person. like I don't life, think Jenna like, will be coming back. She kind of is, like, winning the I don't give a fuck war. 
But she didn't she, go to BravoCon. She doesn't really seem interested in Housewives, to be fair. I feel like she, they just approached her and she was like, why not? Who cares? She purely is there to promote herself. And I, she has no yeah. interest in even pretending that she wants to be a housewife. Yeah. So I don't know. She if she she might not come back. Maybe she'll do one more season and then she'll be like, okay, that was enough. Um, yeah. I, I mean, we already said it. Like, I, I only care about Jessel. The rest of them, like, I don't care who they get rid of, who they keep, whatever. Just keep Jessel, you know. Aren't, like, most of them, like, broke on the new Roni as well? Like, wasn't – oh, God, I forgot her name. Um, Aaron, Uba, Sai, Brandon, Jessel. Aaron, like, wasn't she, like – didn't somebody, like, sue her, like, a landlord or something because she was, like, really behind Oh, true. Yes. Uh, didn't we talk about – I'm not sure if we talked about it, but I, I think we wanted to talk about it, but then we said we're not going to talk about it because we don't care about her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think she withheld rent because apparently her, like, apartment wasn't up to standards or whatever. But I don't, like, particularly think any of them, other than maybe, like, Jenna and kind of Jessel, I'm I'm not sure. But, like, when we say rich and talk about, like, New York City, like, what do you mean by that? Because the old... I know a few girls. Like, Luanne de Lesseps, Ramona Singer... Exactly. Sonia Morgan. I know. Yep. I know a few girls. I've heard about them. Like yeah. they ha- that's wealth right there. Absolutely. And I don't see that level of wealth on the new cast. So I really wonder what they mean by that because we didn't even get to see Bryn's apartment. I don't even know what, where she lives. I know that it's like a one bedroom, but like, you know, rich, we need, we need more. We need the lifestyle porn. If you're going to give us boring women. Yeah, True. like even like I know everybody argues that Sonia Morgan is like gray gardens and like broke, you know, but like she's so entertaining. And people who don't find her entertaining, like I don't understand what their beef is with her because I find her so entertaining. No, she's literally such a like zany, fun and light heart, like light spirited, like kind, goofy person. Like she's just not serious. You need that if you're going to bring like a I'm kind of broke now vibe. So there a producer came out and basically denied or rejected Lisa Barlow saying that she's the reason that Salt Lake City uh started and they they actually clarified that it's because of Mary Cosby and the producer said that they just viewed her as they discovered her as a great character she was pitched and they started to find other characters alongside her and i mean I believe it. I feel like she's way more interesting than Lisa Barlow. It totally makes sense because I remember before Salt Lake City aired that there were were like rumors going around that they are not going to show the first like pilot they filmed. And that's actually true because there was a luncheon where Mary and other housewives, I don't think that the original cast that we have now was at that luncheon, but something happened and then they just like recast the whole thing. Because it didn't work out because they had like such a huge fight at that lunch. Yeah. Um, And Mary is the only one that out of that group, I think, that stayed. And then they just cast around her. I mean, that makes so much sense. Like she, I remember when this show started, like that was the biggest like draw was, oh, there's a housewife who's married to her step grandfather. Like I'm tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it, it was like, okay, Mormons, like, fine, whatever. But 
That makes total sense. And, and please, like, stop talking about this Lisa Barlow runs Sundance, whatever. And she's, like, the cares? queen of Sundance. She has denied that as well um, back in season one because I fought up with her on Twitter about it because she's like, <laughs> I never said I'm the queen of Sundance. And you're not. If you are just, like, a marketing agency, you don't run the town. You know what I mean? Like, you're not yeah, that exactly. important. You can be easily replaced. No, she literally, yeah. all we've ever seen is her like setting chairs up in like an event space at Sundance. I'm like, girl, there's, you're, that, if that's running Sundance, I'm, I think I could do it. Right. Okay. Like, like, what is she doing I there remember... anyways? Sponsoring the, the, the tequila, the piss tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and like with the whole Mary Cosby thing, I remember even before Salt Lake City was airing, like people were really, really interested in Mary Cosby because I mean, like, look at her on paper. She's such a fucking character. She runs a church, which is what? Like a weird offset of Christianity? A cult. Which is, yeah, which has been called a cult um, by several people. And she is married to her step-grandfather. Like, that's bonkers. And she is a character on the show, too. Fucking camera, exactly. Like, she's just funny and, I mean, I don't know. She just, she says the craziest fucking, like, she's way funnier than Lisa Barlow. Way funnier. Mm-hmm. I'm also like hoping that she will be full time next season. Yeah, bring her back. Come on. Right. We need that like comedy relief. <laughs> that just like that just uh, reminds me of the reunion episode when Angie K said it. <laughs> yeah, it was great comedic relief, and she goes, "Angie, what are you talking about? You've been here for one season." <laughs> Angie, why are you responding? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, lastly, a very, very sore subject for us. Bravo and Shed Media are asking the court to dismiss a lawsuit filed by Marco Vega, the one, the butler in the Ultimate Girls Trip Berkshires, um, which accused Brandy Glanville and Phaedra Parks of sexual harassment. So apparently they are, at, they are defending Phaedra and Brandy, and they're saying that... Um, Basically, like, they didn't see anything happen that was non-consensual, and everyone seemed to be having a good time, and so they're asking to dismiss the lawsuit. So, I mean, I'm just happy... We've talked about this in the first episode, I think, Um, and it was, like, kind of still controversial, but from what we have seen, I also agree with what was said that he was like there and also had a good time. Like he was not forced to take his shirt off. Like he did that willingly. Yeah. I mean, I'm just glad that they're actually defending Brandy for once. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like for a year they've been letting her just hang out to dry. And this is the first time that they've actually like responded and been like, everything was copacetic. Like everyone was, no one was doing anything they didn't want to do. Um, and she, Caroline Manzo also just recently filed another lawsuit against Bravo, not naming Brandy, but basically saying that the producers like set up the toxic environment for that to happen to Caroline. And she's asking for like a lot of damages, apparently. Um, my thing is like, you know, it's, I'm not discrediting how Marco feels or, necessarily airline either but i would i'm much more i'm much more comfortable with them putting the blame on the circumstances surrounding production rather than coming after like 
Brandy and Phaedra and whoever who were told to do a certain job and didn't weren't told no or anything you know like mm-hmm. they have people on their side who everyone says like they didn't do anything out of the ordinary yeah so I'm just glad that like Brandy has some backup for once I don't know right. shall we get into our recap um yes let's get into it um I want to start with Potomac because it's probably the quickest because nothing happened <laughs> once again. No, I'm not going to say nothing happened. Um, I'm going to say um, what I really liked about this episode is the Mother's Day brunch because it brought me back to like the class and wealth we had in the first few seasons when it was like about etiquette. And a lot of people didn't like that, but I actually enjoyed it. And I want to say Karen Hugo looked so good in that dress. She was like a fairy. She was so beautiful. Stunning. Karen beautiful is, girl, stunning. Karen's glow up is like the best thing about the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Going from like those crazy ass wigs to just serving in every fucking outfit she wears. And I, I have to say like, yeah, the Mother's Day brunch, like it was boring, but like the setup was nice. But Giselle and Karen getting along is like the only dynamic that I'm actually enjoying watching because they're really showing how you can like have beef, get over it. It's a TV show. And like, they're really proving why they're like the center of the show. Yeah. And then we also had Robin and Candace sit down situation, which was like, it's, I am not even interested anymore. It got dragged out so much and I don't really know what the issue is. And I'm not interested in talking about it anymore. And I won't. No, it's boring. I mean, the only thing that I was thinking of is like, Robin was like, you can't be mad at me because the issue that Juan and I had was over when the season started filming. So why would I bring it back up and then open the wound again just for entertainment purposes? I get why Candace is upset at that, but I also understand why like it would seem artificial to bring it up if you're over it already. So, but like, I also agree. I don't, it's just kind of like dragged out. This season is really just like not memorable. Okay. Moving on Beverly Hills. Um, Like the center of the episode was basically crystal. It's the crystal show. I'm happy about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I could have, like skip this episode as well because I've already seen the clip on Twitter. Once again, stop posting yeah. those long ass clips on Twitter. They Wasting posted, my time. What, seven minutes of fucking Beverly Hills and those are like literally the only seven minutes where shit happened. The seven minutes that mattered. Crystal gathering like, everyone and it's like fucking like them getting glam and then FaceTiming each other being like, when are you arriving to the event? Like, okay, fuck <laughs> it up. I'm sorry. That's that part of Beverly Hills is getting so tired and drawn out. It's literally filler because they don't have anything else to fucking fill with. Half of them, they just don't really have, like, like no Tino Shade. Like, Sutton has, like, never filmed with any of her kids other than her daughter. And, like, she doesn't have a husband. So, like, what are they doing? She has more than one kid? Yeah. Allegedly, she has three. She has two sons. Yeah. Interesting. I also... That's what she was, like, fighting about earlier that season because she's like, I might never see my sons again. He's trying to move to London, England. I wanted to to say this is the third time that they have played a card game on the season. Like, Mm. they did it in Vegas. They did it at the lesbian scissoring lunch. 
and now on the bus when they land in Spain, they're playing another card game. Like when wow. did when did they just truly stop giving a fuck about actually like getting to know each other and like what's going on in your lives? Like now it's just like truth or dare. Like really? Yeah. I thought you guys like had a somewhat of a friendship. I know. I thought you guys could like talk about something, but like I've se- it seems like like nothing really happens in most of their lives. Like what are they gonna do? Ask Erica about how the fucking um uh what's it called residencies going yeah i mean you can't just like well i mean everybody already asked kyle about what's going on with her marriage like i'm I trying to, to think say, of what these girls have going on dorit nothing really uh tax fraud well they're not gonna ask about that obviously <laughs> they asked erica why not yeah because erica was already yeah erica was fucking, like like balls deep in fraud at that point <laughs> and it was more than just tax fraud I have to say that I was very pleased to see Sutton defending Crystal. Like, I've been waiting for that team to really solidify. And Anne-Marie was really trying it. Uh, she really was looking for a moment because you're talking about Crystal. Crystal responds to you and then you say you made her relevant and gave her something to talk about. She didn't even know who you were until you started talking about her. She also didn't make sense because she said, I want to thank you for giving you a moment. Like, what does that mean? Didn't you want to thank her for giving you a moment? Like, you were trying to make this whole esophagus thing catch on for so long. You literally, like, the timestamp video of, like, the her bringing it up at the party and everyone's just, like, rolling their eyes and, like, not again, like, please. <laughs> they get up and, to like, get getting a getting up and leaving the fifth <laughs> time that night that she fucking brings it up. Yeah, and then when she was like, don't take my kindness for weakness or whatever, and Crystal was like, when have you ever been kind? <laughs> um, right. Oh my god, obviously the, the child bride comment that Dorit yeah. was not shining in this episode. Um, and then she also, I think she doesn't really like love Crystal. She called her boring too. Um, mm. So I don't know. I feel Which like... kind of sad. But like, you know what? It's like one, when one Supreme fades... Another starts to, you know, gain yeah. the power. And Dorit, I'm so sorry. I love Dorit. She hasn't been dressing well this season. No. Yeah, that's like, she has done a lot of bullshit this season, but this is the most disappointing part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, it's like what Chris said earlier. Like, the, it's like, we need to cut her loose before it, like, really gets bad. You know, like, we don't want to see her fully decline. I think I do. I'm sorry. I'd love to see like a whole like like what Erica went through was so entertaining. But it was it was even more entertaining because she rose up from it. Yeah, I mean it's great to see a comeback story and we we love yeah. it. I mean she Everybody just loves like, a comeback story. Yeah, she just we need to yeah, we need to figure out what's going on, Dorit. Um okay, last thing before we move on, I wanted to bring up the earrings. Do you guys care about the earrings? Because no. I thought we were over it. Why was why is she no. still need to be vindicated about the earrings? Can we move on? Like, congrats, you won. Wait, we need to talk about one more thing. Did we talk about Sutton bringing the fucking ass? Oh my god. That guy? And the fact that that house is like haunted. Do you think his spirit's going to get trapped there with all the rest of those ghosts and he's never going to forgive Sutton ever again? Absolutely. Like, there's like some dark energy in that home. Like everyone's like fucking scared of shit. They're having like little girlish sleepovers because they're scared that the fucking <laughs> demons are going to come take them in the night. I know. <laughs> um, someone tell me what they were talking about. Little people. I missed that part. What? Sutton kept saying like, "Don't let, don't let the little people out," or like, "Don't scare the little people." Like, are, are is it haunted by little people? Ghosts? Maybe haunted by children. I okay. I guess no one. I used to be haunted by children. 
unverified. <laughs> you used to be used haunted to, like, verified by personal information. <laughs> <laughs> I used to see little children in my backyard, and they'd be like these little Victorian children, and I would oh. get so scared. Um, oh my god, that's horrifying. I was I was going through it. I was. You know, <laughs> Are you currently wearing your Victorian nightgown? No, I'm wearing a like a hoodie. I'm very normal right now. Okay, good. So you're not going to attract yeah. the the Victorian. Yeah, I'm not going to attract the children speaking to them. That they're with Sutton now. They're with Sutton. I passed yeah. on the energy to her. <laughs> but like, also, like, can we just discuss? Like, I'm just really transfixed on the fact that she transported ashes, um, transcontinentally. Why did, did her, aren't there regulations against that? Like, don't you have to have it cleared by like TSA or something? Like, I just think it's weird that she kept a random person's ashes, a person she never yeah. talked about that she's apparently was so close with. Her boss? And why does she have the ashes? Yeah, why does she have the ashes? Like, she was like, he taught me everything about ballet and running a company. What the fuck? And it's like, why do you have his ashes? When did you do ballet? And also, yeah, why did he want... Did he even say you could take his ashes? Like, why does his family not I want I don't understand. Ashes? I don't know. And you're spreading them... Maybe this things. will get solved. This probably won't, though. Moving... Maybe let's move on because we can talk about this all day. Like, there's so many questions and there's so few answers. Right. Okay, let's let's do Miami. Um, so this is their first cast trip. They go to, they go to Mexico. Um... Larsa has a tequila brand. Didn't know that. And Never heard of it. Promoting her of course. She um, wants to be Lisa Barlow so bad. So bad. Um, I loved seeing Alexia and Larsa fight. Like, that was very pleasing to me. Mm-hmm. And I loved seeing Kiki get mad at Larsa, too. I was just like, everyone was turning on Larsa. It was very, very pleasing. Because she's a shit friend. I'm sorry. It's been not, it has not been a good week for Larsa. She's been killed on another show, and now she's getting killed on this show. Karma. (laughs) It's karma. (laughs) Um, I loved how Adriana was like, lady fun ain't for me. I'm like, girl, you're definitely a little bit gay. She flip-flopped from past seasons. I don't know what to say. She's definitely a little bit gay, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. You You can keep saying that, girl. Her and Julia have a suspicious relationship. Next question. Next question. Um, I mean, I thought it was cute that Alexia actually announced Adriana as like the special surprise on their trip because I didn't think they were good, but that was like nice of her. Um, Mm. I'm excited to see her perform. And this episode was kind of just like not much happened, to be honest. Okay. Salt Lake City, the conclusion, the, the part three. It was bad for Monica. It was bad for Monica. It was. Because... My thing was, my biggest takeaway from this episode, we don't have to get into like everything they talked about per se, because we it's been going on for weeks, but I feel like she gave up on her opportunity to defend herself fully, because I knew what she was trying to say. Like, she was trying to say that Heather and her have the same trauma from Jen, like they both experienced the same shit that that Jen gave them and Heather's response was to like lie and cover it up and try and like act like things were good. And, and Monica's was to start an account and try and expose her, which I, in my opinion are two separately valid ways to handle someone who's like so shitty, but I just mm-hmm. like Heather did not want to hear that. Like 
she didn't want to see how they were similar. And I don't think Monica did a good job of really trying to explain that because she wasn't apologizing and trying to be like, look, this had nothing to do with you guys. She was just like cussing at them and coming full force and just like, I. and then at the end, like Andy was like, do you have anything else to say? And she was like, no. And I was like, girl, like. I think she was a little bit exhausted by the end of the day because she realized they do not want to believe her at this point or don't want to hear her side of the story because there was this moment when she's like, it's not about you guys. And they're like, well, you're sharing the stuff she said about us. And they, they didn't realize her intention and she did not really, like she didn't really get her point across very well with telling them, hey, I just wanted you guys to know what she's talking about you. And yeah. I'm not, I didn't say all that stuff about you guys, but... Yeah. That was really frustrating. I thought that was really actually really frustrating that they were like, you were sharing it. Because I just think Monica also could have taken that opportunity to be like, I'm sorry that that's how you guys felt. I did not mean for that to have that effect. And I'm sorry, because like, that's all it would have taken. And then you would have made them look really petty, but she just didn't. And her burn book was like, I don't even know what the point of that was, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I just, I felt that's like she gave up. And I was disappointed, but um, they say she's on pause, so we'll see what that means. But um, yeah, I don't know. Let's say goodbye to Salt Lake City. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Um, if you liked what you heard, please leave us a review. Please give us five stars. Again, please submit anything you guys want us to talk about, any blind items, any questions you might have, just any topics of discussion, any theories. We love unverified theories um dm us follow us on instagram follow us on tiktok link tree will be in the episode description um jats where can people find you on social media um you can find my twitter at icon spice and you can find me on instagram at vanessa icon bye guys we'll see you next time